Welcome to Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, certified life coach, and I am on a mission to liberate people to their authentic power and ideal self-expression. So what's a people pleaser? Well, those of us who are people pleasers are usually very loving and kind. We're empathetic. We also tend to prioritize other people's needs over our own, which leaves us feeling not seen and not heard. We're great at anticipating the needs of others and often put ourselves in second place. We're great doers and nurturers, and we often have the role of keeping the peace, whether it's in our families or in the workplace. Well, the first thing I wanna share with you is that there's nothing wrong with you. But we do wanna take some of these qualities of people pleasing that we focus so much on other people and turn them onto ourselves first, which turns them into our superpower. To find out more, listen to this next episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and welcome to this episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm really excited about what I'm going to present to you today. It's part of a five-episode series here that I wanted to give to you guys the links for the other, the first episode um, in the series, last week's episode will be in the show notes. And as we go, I'll keep linking to all the episodes. Uh, And then at the end, I'm going to package them all in one download that you can sign up for. But this is fundamental to how I work with all my clients and really what I've come to discover over the years, practicing it in my own life and with clients It is like the one solution to every problem. And it, of course, is a method and there's more than one step. So that's why it's going to take us a couple more episodes to finish the whole thing up. So I want you to stay with me and listen to all of them. I kind of set the stage last week in in the episode about what to do when people aren't listening to you because... It all starts by bringing our power back home. And that episode was really about that distinction between even in our relationships with others, how we have to start with ourselves and empowering ourselves. And then what I'm going to go through in these next four episodes is what I'm going to start calling the solve it method. This is my method. I made it up and, uh, I love it because it solves every problem. And I've been searching for a name for years. I've called it all kinds of things. Some of you will recognize some of it. Uh, It's coming from other names, but I love the solve it method. Tell me if you like that name. I think I I would even like to get it trademarked, but it solves every problem. And today we're just going to break down the first piece of it. And that is what do you desire? I mean, this is, a lot of people think about like the biggest question in life being, you know, what's your purpose? And, you know, why are you here? What's it all for? I think the answer to that is in your desires. I believe that our desires are absolutely divinely given to us. That's why we all have different desires, or even if they're somewhat the same, like maybe you have a desire to be a coach, but the way you would coach is different than the way I coach. Every artist does something different, you know? So 
there are many ways to express our desires. And our desires are given to us, I believe, uniquely, because we are this unique expression of source or of the divine or God or whatever goddess, whatever word you want to use. Each one of us, you know, we know scientifically that no two of us are alike. And so there are very specific and unique, authentic gifts and even challenges, lessons that we need to learn and ways of expressing ourselves that are so different that no, there's no two of us that do it the same way. There have been lots of talk show hosts, but there are not two Oprahs. There are not, I'll date myself, two Phil Donahue's. You know, there's, there were not two Van Gogh's. There were lots of other Impressionist painters, but there was no other Manet. There was no other Van Gogh. You know, we're all unique. And if we don't express ourselves in that authentic, I'm not trying to copy somebody. I'm not trying to be who my mother wanted me to be or who my husband wants me to be or my wife or my kids or my Uncle Ray. (laughs) I'm not trying to be who anybody else wants to be. All I want to be is myself, the best version of myself I can be in any given day and time. And so that's, to me, that authentic nature that we all, when we experience it, when we're behaving in that way, when we're living from that place of authenticity, it feels like freedom. It feels like liberation. That's why I'm so obsessed with liberating people to their authentic power and self-expression, because really tied up in that word of authenticity, all of it is housed. It is our divine expression. It is our power, because we can't get our power without getting into who we are authentically. So I don't know if you can relate to my story. I have been so lost, so far away from my authentic nature so far away from living and expressing myself in a way that was in alignment with that authentic nature. I'm trying to think of a good way to say that. That's really what it is. When you're separated from yourself, when you're lost to yourself, it's because you've just moved so far away from that authentic nature that you have that is also divine. And you start behaving and becoming somebody different, somebody else who is not that person. And so when I was in my early, uh, yeah, early 30s, maybe not even, I could have been like 29 or so. I had had, I had my fourth child when I was 26 and 27, whatever, one of those two, very young. And within a couple of years after him being born, I started realizing now I would say that I had lost myself. Then I just kind of started feeling depressed and like nothing I was doing was working. And we were facing a lot of challenges financially and in our marriage and all kinds of things. So it just felt like, you know, nothing in my life was right. And this was when we went to a marriage counselor and he asked me what my favorite color was. And I stopped and looked over at my husband to see what he was going to say because it was like, I didn't know my favorite color. And even that, like, that's how lost I was. And even though I was so lost when that happened, and I realized I looked over at Dave to 
tell me the answer, I knew I was lost. Like that was just a big awakening for me to realize how far I had gone in trying to please everybody around me. And even, even not them, but my idea of what they wanted me to be. Now, a lot of that was supported by what they wanted me to be too, which is why as I discovered my authentic self, uh, my husband wanted a divorce, <laughs> but because he didn't like that part, you know, but he liked the part of me that was the people pleaser. So, but sometimes, you know, it's a combination of both. We have, pe- we end up attracting people in our lives that want that lost part of ourselves. That's what they're attracted to. And we have plenty of people in our lives who don't, you know, who that's the least favorite part of us, you know, that they enjoy, but they see those cracks, those moments when we are authentic, when we do let our guard down. And that's, you know, what they love. And as we become more of that, they're, they're all the more inspired by it, you know, and enjoy us all the more. And there's so much more, um, intimacy because you know you can't have true intimacy with one false self to another with one inauthentic person to another inauthentic person there's no intimacy there which is why relationships fail a lot of times it's why friendships don't always stick it's why even work environments don't often work because we're not showing up as who we are. We're showing up as an idea of who we think we're supposed to be or who we think you want me to be or something like that. And so there's no real intimacy. So there's no vulnerability. And so there's no real foundation for resolving the kinds of challenges and issues that will come up with any two people who decide to be in relationship together, whether it's at work or you know at home with your extended family, best friends, any of that. We have to have vulnerability and trust and show up in our authentic self in order to truly have intimacy. So when we're not being our authentic selves, when we are being a person we think we're supposed to be, that's part of why relationships get so out of whack, okay? So when we really consider our desires, which is why this is a bigger topic than you might think. So this is, I don't mean just, I would like to buy this new dress. I would like to go to Hawaii on vacation. I don't mean just those kinds of desires that may or may not go up on a vision board. I want my business to grow to this or whatever. It is that, but it's deeper than that. It's the desire of your heart. It's who you want to be. Do you desire to be compassionate? Do you desire to be courageous? Do you desire to be kind? You know, it's it's not just the things you do and the things you can accumulate. It's the desires of who you want to become, because that's really what my work is about. It's about who you are now, meeting you at that place of who you are now, and helping you get to who you want to become. But we have to have some kind of vision of that. We have to have some sort of way to describe who that person is. Is she more spontaneous? Is she more trusting? Is she more 
able to receive greater amounts of abundance? Is she um, unapologetic about her success? Is she unapologetic about her ambition? Is she unapologetic about the naps she likes to take? Like whatever it is, the travel, the whatever it is that you love to do that feels so freeing and so liberating to you because it is your ideal self-expression, authentic self-expression. So I use those words kind of interchangeably because you can't have ideal self-expression without it being authentic. But I want you to really think about that because when we are in our authentic self, it's always liberating. It may be uncomfortable. Okay. So let's make a little semantic difference here or distinction. So it can be uncomfortable to be authentic when we are used to all those habits of people pleasing that keep us wanting to be who somebody else wants us to be. When we start being authentic, it can be kind of uncomfortable because we're not used to it. We haven't been doing it. It's like, you know, whatever, trying on a new pair of shoes that needs to be broken in. Okay. So there can be that kind of, ooh, this is unfamiliar. This does not feel normal to me. This is a real change in habit. This is, you know, you can have that but it doesn't feel like being trapped. It doesn't feel like being caged in. It doesn't, it's not constricting. So things that are against your authentic nature always feel constricting. And usually your body will do just like what I did. My shoulders came in, if you can't see me, my shoulders came in, my fists are tight. So anything that draws you in physically shrinks you is another way to think of that. Those are all things that don't match with your authentic nature, feeling trapped, feeling limited. I just have to do this. There's no other way. All that kind of language around that. That's because that is not your authentic nature. Okay. Or it's making a decision that is not in alignment with your authentic nature. Okay. What you need, what you need. So if I keep saying yes to babysitting my grandchildren and I'm exhausted, that thought of, well, I have to, because what would they do if I didn't do it or whatever, that feels constricting. It feels stressful. It feels like I'm trapped. I have to say yes, because I'm not being truthful to my own need to rest and not babysit this time, you know, to take a pass and let them figure out their own problems some other way without me, because they will, and let myself have what I need. That's part of aligning with your authentic nature is listening to yourself and what your needs are from moment to moment. You know, they're, they're not fixed. We are a river, not a rock. So it's not a fixed thing that I always need this. I never need that. Or, you know, I need this much of that, that much. It's just some days I need more. Some days I need less. I didn't realize I needed this today, but now I notice I need it today. Okay. I took care of that. I don't need that now. It's this fluid thing. It's a fluid energy of staying tuned into ourselves. So when I talk about desire, And as you leave this episode, I want you to really think of it in that sort of a broad sense, not just where do you want to go on vacation? That's a great desire too. I love to travel. And so that is definitely because of, you know, COVID and nobody, hardly anybody doing any traveling for the last year or so. I can't wait in the end of 2021 and in 2022 to start traveling more, to go to both go to 
face-to-face retreats and host them. So I'm hosting my first retreat in um, June in Pennsylvania, and I'm super excited about that. In fact, we're going over this, working with this Solvent method all weekend. So things like that are great. I want to be a retreat participant. I want to hold retreats. I want to travel. Uh, I'm moving into a new place in July. So that's great. All these things are great and things you might typically think of when you're thinking vision board or desires. But I want you to go deeper than that. I want you to go broader than that and ask yourself, who are you really desiring to become as a person? What qualities in yourself do you want to enlarge, open up, liberate? What qualities in yourself do you want to see more of? Do you want to experience more of? What do you want in your relationships? What types, you know, what's the level of trust? What does that really look like? That means I could say this and they won't leave me. That means, you know, whatever it is, get really specific in your own mind about some of these desires. And then I would love it so much. And I, I realize some will be feel too intimate to you to share in a social media, you know, sort of public platform, like the comment section where you got this uh, p- podcast or my own social media, you know, threads, if you're in my private Facebook group, I hope you are, or in Instagram, but you can always DM me and you can always email me. So you know, you can get me on Instagram or Facebook and message me, or you could use the link for my email here in the show notes and tell me what some of these desires are. Because in speaking them, you know, you may not have the courage or it may not feel safe and it may not be safe for you to share your desires, some of the things that may be percolated up for you today in listening to this with somebody close to you. Because I'm a big believer in keeping our desires to ourselves until we're ready. Because if they are met with any sort of judgment or poo-pooing or, you know, limitation, who do you think you are? You're, you know, well, yeah, who wouldn't want that? And, you know, that kind of thing that is sometimes unintentional, from other people that love us, but it it hurts. And so I think of desires like they're little precious babies and I am not going to take them out in public until I'm ready (laughs) for a germ to fly by and know that they're not going to catch it. Right. So I can be your safe person. I would love to be your safe person. I won't judge anything that you desire. And it feels so good to get it out in the open, to say it to somebody else, to share it with somebody else. So please get in touch with me or put it here in our social media threads what some desires are that you're having that you're noticing maybe something new maybe something unexpected and feel free to reach out to me privately if you don't want to do it publicly and we will build on this over the next coming weeks and i'll give you this whole solve it method that i've created so thank you for joining me in this episode of liberate your people pleaser I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I've got something a little special in the show notes for you today. It's my most popular download, the three-step guide to being seen and heard. 
This guide is going to help you in any relationship where you feel like you're not being seen and heard. It doesn't matter whether it's your lover or your boss or your mother, this thing works. So go get that for yourself. I also have the link to my private Facebook group, Liberate Your People Pleaser. If you're not already a member, you're gonna wanna join that right away. I post in there every day. You're gonna find a like-minded community. And every Wednesday I do a Facebook Live that's really fun called Cocktails and Coaching. And you'll wanna join us for that as well. Last but not least, you would make my day if you put a photo, just take a little screenshot of maybe your favorite episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser and post it on social media and tag me. I love to hear about the episodes that mean the most to listeners. So thank you in advance for posting on social media and tagging me in that. So I will see you in the next episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser.